My name is Mark Viquez, and this is the Ballpark Hunter Podcast, a weekly show that discusses topics at the ballpark from the game day experiences, stadium news, logo changes, and everything else that's brewing at the game. We cover it all from the baseball to the beer. Invite you to stay tuned and hope you enjoy. Hi, this is Mark Viquez, and you are listening to the Ballpark Hunter podcast. With me is the head coach of the Fort Collins Foxes, Isaac Weinberg. Foxes play in the Rocky Mountain Baseball League, and they will begin, I believe, their 17th season this year. Isaac, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Great. Fantastic. Wonderful. All those words. How are you? Not, not too bad. Not too uh, bad. So, Isaac, the reason why I have you on the show is that a few weeks ago I was talking with Ed Rivera of the Dad Hack Chronicles. We do a podcast called Let's Go Branding. It's not political. And the Somerset Patriots of the, I guess, the Eastern League now came up with a hat that said Zorro's Day Somerset. I never put two and two together that in Spanish – Zorro's is the Fox. Uh, so I made a comment about teams being called the Foxes and somebody said, Hey, what about Fort Collins? So it was the second time somebody brought up the Fort Collins ball team. So I said, let me get somebody on the show. I think I reached out to you yesterday or a couple of days ago and here we are talking. So Isaac, thank you for being able to get on here. Mm-hmm. And uh, having me. I guess what I want to know is a little bit about yourself. This is your first year with the team. You said you played for the Foxes before. How did you go from player to coach? Because, you know, you're, you're a young-looking guy. It looks like you could still be playing some baseball. <laughs> yeah, um, so so my 22nd birthday is coming up next week. Oh, my God, 22 um, years old. So, yeah. <laughs> He's managing already. Okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, I went out to the Foxes. I'm originally from the Chicago area. Nice. Um, uh, my first year of college, I played school or I played uh, baseball in Rhode Island at uh, Johnson and Wales University. It's oh yeah, free school out there. I know, I know. Um, the the head coach over in over at Johnson and Wales, uh, he used to play for the Foxes a number of years back. Um, I was looking for a summer team at the time. Um, he told me about the Foxes. Um, you know, it, it sounded interesting. It sounded you know I could get away from home for a bit. Why not? Um, so I went out there um, my first year, and honestly, it was probably the best summer I've ever had. It's good to hear. Um, it, it was a great team to be around. Obviously, the Fort Collins area is beautiful, um, especially for, for a college kid as well. It's, it's where Colorado State University is. Um, so there's a lot of college stuff to do. It's a college town, like I said. And you've got all the mountains and stuff in Colorado, which is great. So I went out there my first year. Um, my second year was, um, was covid uh, we didn't have a season that year. Um, and then uh, I went out this past year, uh, back in 2021. Um, and I was injured for most of the year, but I got a couple innings in at the end of the year. Um, still had a great time, the same great time I had my first year out there. Um, and then, you know, I got, I got to the fall. I was a pitcher. Um, I got to the fall and I was having some arm injuries. I, I tore my labrum back in, in January of 2021 um, and figured that, you know, the more I play, the, the worse my shoulder is going to get. I'm going to be lucky if I'm going to be able to play in the spring with, with my shoulder. Um, so, you know, time went on and I, I eventually figured out that, you know, my, my playing days are probably done. Um, 
luckily I was offered a, an assistant coaching job um, at Edgewood College, um, where I'm at now. It's a Division three in Wisconsin. Um, so I'm doing that for right now. And then uh, a couple months later, I was offered the job as the head coach of the Foxes, and I, I've, I've loved coaching. Um, it, it's been it's been it's been great to me. Um, you know, we've we've started the season out here in Wisconsin here at Edgewood, and we're off to a great start. And honestly, I can't I can't wait to get out to Fort Collins and play there. Well, you know, and I think I was a little bit older than you when I went out to Fort Collins the first time. And uh, my goal was to check out New Belgium and Odell Brewery, I believe, and Fort Collins Brewing Company because we couldn't get those beers out here at the time. And I remember just having a blast in Fort Collins, the downtown neighborhood. Uh, There's an ice cream shop there that had Guinness-flavored ice cream. I thought that was incredible. You're right, the mountains, Colorado State University, being able to drive, you know, 80 miles an hour on the interstate (laughs) and no one bothering you. So uh, hiking, I remember my last day there just doing, I don't hike that much, but I I felt that that was, if you're going to hike and get inspired, uh, that's the place to do it. So uh, you're from the, what part of Chicago are you from? I grew up in Northbrook, which is about 45 minutes north. Okay, yeah, my wife's from the south side of Chicago, so I assume you're a Cubs fan. No, I'm actually a White Sox fan. Nice, uh, nice. I got I got into baseball um, right around 2005 when the White Sox won. Good, yeah. That kind of really got me. So nice, nice, good, good. Glad to hear you're a White Sox fan. I I root for them too. I'm from New Jersey, but when I moved out here, I, I adopted them as my AL team, probably mm-hmm. around that 2005 year as well. Uh, so I say, uh, so yeah, so four cons. You go out there. Uh, and you said you loved it. What were the things that attracted you not only to the town, but uh, to the organization? Um, to the town, I mean, really, the, the people in Fort Collins are probably the nicest people I've, I've met. Nice. Um, it's a huge family city. There's a lot of families there. Um, it's a great place for, you know, raising a family and whatnot. And then it's also, you know, for for people that are my age, kids that are my age. Yeah. Um, it's a great place too. Cause you've got the downtown area. There's a lot, a lot of stuff to do for college kids. Um, so I, I like that part of it as well. And then the Fox is really, I really bought into the potential of the, the organization. It's an, like I said, it's in a great area. Um, it's a great place for development for, for a player, um, especially for pitchers being in Colorado, you got to rely a little bit more on your, um, your off-speed stuff, getting movement. Velo doesn't really play as much out in Fort Collins. It's more movement. Um, so I thought that was a, that's a great opportunity for just player development. Um, that's really what, what I bought into um, for, for the Foxes. And then what I also loved about the organization is that it, the, the fan experience is very family-friendly. Um, so we're doing, you know, kids are running the bases between between innings, they're doing, you know, the sack race where they're, they're in like a potato sack and they're running down the line. Um, we're signing autographs for kids after the games. And, you know, the first time I did that, I've never done that before. Um, it, it was a, it was a crazy experience for me. And I love that part of it. Yeah, so how, how many autographs do you think you signed the first time? <laughs> um, probably the first, the first day, I would say maybe 2025. Yeah. Um, and that was, that was a day that I wasn't pitching. And then I had one day where I started and, you know, I, I had the biggest line um, after the game of, of autographs. And I remember one kid came up to me and 
and he just said, you're my favorite pitcher of all time. <laughs> like, that's, it, it was the greatest compliment yeah. I've ever received, and, and it was three years ago. And I still remember it to this day. Yeah, now, now that kid's like, hey, I remember when you pitched here. Now you're the manager. But yeah, uh, yeah that's that, that's like the greatest thing. Just getting those kids to ask you for an autograph because to them, you're you're you guys are big stars. Who cares about the Rockies or uh, any major league team? You guys are playing for them and uh, they're idolizing you. And, and hopefully they're going home and, and trying to play some baseball themselves. So at uh you know, I, I mean, I, I can tell you, I played vintage baseball for a year, just a bunch of older guys playing some ball. And some kid asked me to take a picture with him and an autograph. And I felt like, oh, my God, this kid, this kid's asked me for an autograph. Like, I'm just some some guy playing on the weekend here. So that, uh, that is very humbling. So mm-hmm. you make the move from pitcher to coach. And right now you're saying you're coaching at Edgewater as well. Edgewood. Edgewood, and that's outside of Madison, correct? It's it's right in Madison, Wisconsin. It's right in Madison. So I'm expecting you're you're looking to have a, a future as a as a manager or coach and at any level of baseball. That's the hope, really. That's College, the hope. Maybe professional. Yeah. Maybe high school, whatever. And, um, and yeah, and how easy was that to go from? Hey, I'm not going to be because I assume at one time you thought you're going your aspirations was to pitch in the minors, maybe even the big leagues. How easy was that to adjust? Because that, that's hard. You got guys that are in their thirties that are like still hanging on. I mean, you're you're 22. That's when that's when you're still full of hope. Yeah, right. Um, it, it, it was hard, and I think really the the hardest part for me was the social aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm still coaching guys that are my age, um, and even guys that are older than me. We've got guys that are fifth year, sixth year seniors. I'm coaching them, and I'll be a year, two years younger. Um, that, that's kind of the hardest part is number one, um, you know, you have to have some sense of authority over them, uh, at least to a degree, but at the same time, you know, a lot of these guys have known since I was 18, 19 years old. Um, and I've, I've kind of grown up with them to a degree. Um, so that, that's kind of the hardest part is, you know, seeing that there are, there are other guys that are my age that are, that are still doing their thing pitching wise or, or still playing. Um, but yeah, um, that, that, that was the hardest part I would say was, was just the social aspect. Cause I mean, as soon as I, I made the decision, it was, it was a pretty quick switch. Like, all right, I'm, yeah. I'm done. I, I, had the, I had the feeling I was, I was getting there. Well, I mean that, yeah, that, that's the smart thing. And I think sometimes, uh, uh, I can, I can look back when I was trying to have a career in sports management and I decided to just say, screw it, let me go teach and then just do some podcasts later on. I think my mom was happy. Uh, what about your family? What did they say about that decision? Were they, um, my, my parents, it it took some convincing. Um, my, my mom was more, you know, just whatever makes you happy. And my my dad was, you know, he's been hell bent on me getting to the major league. Oh, so you have that type of dad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was a little bit on that, uh, on that end. So, um, that, that was rough, but it, it eventually, you know, it got to him that yeah. Well, when he sees you, when he sees you coaching in the big leagues, he'll he'll <laughs> he'll have a tear in his eye. Trust me, yeah. that will happen. So just just let him know that day can come. See, my dad grew up in Costa Rica. He has no clue what baseball is. He finds it one of the most boring sports to go to. When I take him to a game, it's 
I feel bad for him because he's not enjoying his time there and he doesn't know foul balls from fair balls. And uh, I'm like, Oh, just, and then when I was a kid, I wanted my dad to be out there to push me to play baseball and, and throw catch with me and be out there at, at little league or high school watching me play. He never did that. Cause he's just baseball. That's boring. So it's uh, it's, it's a little different. So for Collins, the Foxes, what are you doing right now? Cause this interview is taking place a few months before it's going to air. By the time this airs, I think you guys could be beginning the first couple of weeks. Uh, what are you doing right now to set up for the season? What do you have to? Well, I guess you're in, I guess you don't have to do anything because you're out coaching in in college right now. But is there any responsibilities you have? Yeah, it, there, there's a fair amount. I'm, I'm kind of on double duty here. Nice. Um, coaching here at Edgewood and then the Foxes. I've, you know, I've, I've got to still recruit a lot of players. Um, okay. we, we've got a we've got a solid team right now. Um, still looking to fill a few pitching spots. Um, that's really been my main uh, my my main priority right now. Um, in terms of that, um, just kind of getting used to managing, like you said. Yeah. Just still, I'm still trying to make the transition from player to coach. Just trying to make it as easy as possible for myself. So that that's really what I'm up to right now is is trying to trying to fill up a roster. Yeah. Well, that's that's the key thing right there. Uh, so tell me a little bit about uh, the ballpark itself. It's not your typical sort of minor league or summer collegiate ballpark that used to be a minor league uh, venue. It's a city park that sort of transforms into this uh, assembly of baseball. Uh, how big is it? What are your typical crowds at a game? What can I expect if I go there this year? Um, I would say our, our typical crowd will we'll get up there to 500-ish. Yeah, um, so that, that's our typical crowd. And like you said, it, it, it's a city park. It's owned by Four Collins. We don't, you know, it's not owned by the Foxes. Um, we share it with Colorado State University, their club team. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a grandstand behind home plate. You can fill up there. There's a lot of seating, you know, beyond the, the first and third base sides. Um, in terms of crowd, um, like I said, it's a it's a family it's a family friendly environment. So Absolutely. you'll get a lot of kids there and a lot of families. Um, we're like I said, we're big big on that environment. Um, another thing we do is you know kids are going to be chasing after foul balls. We have a thing where you know if a kid gets four foul balls and if they return them, they can get a broken bat in return. Um, that that that's the crowd. Um, I would say. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, the, the foul balls are uh, returned for a broken bat. Not a bad little deal, especially if uh, you're a kid. Because mm-hmm. uh, I was at a game last year in Elizabethtown, North Ca- uh, not North Carolina, Elizabethtown, uh, Tennessee, and some somebody had a broken bat, and the kid's starting to swing it in the stands. It broke. Half of it flew and almost hit another kid, so. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! I felt so bad because I, I was telling the kid to take a swing. So yeah, I'm looking at your promo. So you have like McDonald's night, Culver's restaurant night, raising cane. So there's there's a lot of uh, promotions going on here. That you know, when I was in town, I looked at the ballpark and like I said, I was a little bit younger, and I'm thinking, yeesh, this is their ballpark. This is nothing. This is a city park. Uh, Fooey, I'm not going here. Uh, now they weren't playing at the time, so I didn't have that chance. But looking back, you know, I wish they were because those are the type of experiences that are very are very different. You know, some of us are used to going to these big three thousand, even two thousand seat stadiums, 
you know, 10,000 AAA seat stadiums. Uh, so something like that really kind of brings you back home. And I think in the beginning of the show, I mentioned that the Foxes have been around for about a good 17 years. So they're doing something right uh, in terms of marketing uh, and, and things of that nature. So obviously you love co- pitching there. You're coming back to coach. Uh, is this something that you see yourself doing for Fort Collins for a few years? How, how does your the contract work? Do they sign you to one year, two um, years? Right now it's one year. Just one but, year. Um, okay. You know, I'd be I'd be more than happy to come back yeah. the following year and, and you know, continue to work for them because I mean really they're they've been huge for me and I, I've loved going out there every summer. So I mean, could this ever be a full time gig where they say, Hey, let's bring you out here to Fort Collins and keep you here and, and let you be a, a pillar to the community? Right. That, that would that would be great. Okay. I, I would love to do that. See what happens. See what happens. So it's uh it's a it's a good time out there. Now I noticed the team is in the Rocky Mountain Baseball League. Uh, right. Not too familiar with that league. Where can you explain how that league operates and where most of the teams are from? It's not so, too much traveling, correct? There, there's some. So most of the teams in our in our league are in the Denver area, yes, um, so, so. and the suburbs around there. Um, so we'll have those teams. And as of last year. Um, we're starting to pick up teams that have fallen out of the Jayhawk League out in Kansas. Oh, okay. So uh, I know that league. Up, yeah, we picked up the uh, the Dodge City A's. We picked up the Liberal BJ's, and then we picked up the Hayes Larks last year. Um, so we have those. It's about a five hour drive that way. Um, oh, well, that's far. Out to out to the out to the Denver suburbs. It's you know forty five minutes to an yeah. hour from Fort Collins. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'm looking at, I'm looking at those teams out there. So a little bit of traveling. I, I was thinking like you had Boulder, you had a couple teams in Denver, but uh, no, you do a little bit of the Hayes Larks mm-hmm. and are most of the ballparks similar in design or do you have some little bit bigger than others? Yeah. I would say just some are a little bit bigger than others. Yeah. Probably the Hayes Larks have the the biggest stadium I would say in, in our league. Um You'll, you'll have stadiums like that, and then you'll have you'll have some teams that are playing at the local high school. So yeah. you, you get a, you get a hodgepodge of, of of stadiums in that way. Um, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. And then most of the players are from the Colorado area, or do you get them from across the country? We get a mix of of, of guys from at least our team. We get a we get a mix of guys from the Fort Collins area, and then we have especially this year we've got guys from all over the country. Um, we've got guys from Oklahoma, Texas. Um, you got me from Chicago. Yeah. Um, we've yeah. got guys down in Georgia, Florida. We've got guys <laughs> up in Maine, California. Um, really, you name it. We've, we've got guys across the country. Yeah. And then right now, uh, you're coaching Edgewood. Where, when does that season end typically? And then when can you make that move out to Fort Collins full-time for the summer? So, our regular season ends in early May, mid-early May, um, and then depending on how far we go in playoffs, um, you know, our season can end. The, the latest it can end is early June, which would be for me at least. It would be a little bit of a, a conflict between them and mm-hmm. and and the Foxes. So um, that that would be at the World Series, the the uh, NCAA D three World Series. Um, but past that. Um, you know, you've got your conference tournament. That'll be second week of May, I would say. Um, 
and then you've got you know regionals and, and super regionals and everything past that and those will be about a week each and i believe there's three or four um weeks leading up to the the world series so you said you said you have yourself a good team uh coming in this year are are you favored to win it all do you think you got what it takes or is the competition pretty high in that league that hey let's not sell ourselves too high uh I hope so. I, I feel really confident in the guys I, that I brought on this year and, and some of the guys that, that are returning from last year and previous years. Um, we've got a we've got a really good mix of, of we got some D1 guys, some D3 guys, okay. anywhere in between Juco guys, NAI. Um, I feel really good about that. We've got guys that that can hit for pop. We've got some really good speed guys on our roster. Um, our pitching, what I brought in so far, I feel really confident in. Um, just overall, I feel really confident, really confident in this team. Um, that, that, yeah, and that's good to hear. And like I said, it's your first year, any jitters going into the year? Um, a little bit, little I'd bit. say a little bit, but you know, I feel prepared. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, yeah, you have the experience, you know how to make a lineup. You, you've done this before. And, you know, if you enjoy doing this. This may be your job for the next 40, 30 years. You don't know. It could be like Buck Showalter at 72 managing the Mets right now. So that, that's awesome. So, all right. Well, Isaac, I appreciate you coming on here. Uh, any information on like home opener, how much your tickets, where can we find you online? Um, so I believe our home opener, I'm not looking at it right now, but I believe our home opener is June 4th. Um Game start every game starts, I believe, at 515. 515, correct. Um tickets are usually I believe five bucks is where where our tickets are at. Um, and that's just for admission. Um we'll have usually we'll have food trucks and stuff for, for concessions, and we'll really some of the food we get is pretty good. Um we've got we've gotten a whole mix, we've gotten, you know, taco trucks, you know, Kansas City barbecue trucks oh. before. There you go. It's so better than your boiled hot dogs and right. It's, it's cheese not and canned nachos. It's not the just general concession stand. <laughs> we're we're bringing in some some special flavor there. Kansas City barbecue. It's probably uh, I don't know what's what I like better, Kansas City or Austin style barbecue. But I don't think you can go wrong with either of them. Now, can you, you get a, yeah? I, well, I know in, I know and I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was saying I've never had Austin barbecue, but uh, Kansas City barbecue, is that's hard to beat. Oh, no, you're absolutely right. I got spoiled. I went to Kansas City one summer, and then a month later I was Austin to see my cousin. You just get into a food coma when you eat that eat that barbecue that is just properly made, and just, it's, it's amazing. So that's good to hear that you can get that at your games. And, uh yeah, it should be a good time. Actually, yeah, tickets are five to six bucks. Uh, they did say to park there. Be careful because it is a city park and you don't want your car dinged. Yep, it's happened. It's happened. Oh. I'm, I've come close a couple times. No, no, I agree with you. I went to a, I went to a D3 game out here and my dad's like, well, just park here back uh, in back of the grandstand. I said, no, nah, somebody hits a foul ball. This glass can break. And he's like, no, nah, that can't happen. I'm like... Trust me, it could happen. I don't feel like you know having to pay three hundred dollars for a new car window. So it's uh, it, it can't happen. So yeah, mm -hmm. folks, if you go out to a game, just be careful where to park. 
Uh, obviously parking is free. They don't charge you tickets are five, six bucks. Uh, and yeah, it won't break the wallet. And you're in Fort Collins, which is such a cool place to be during the summer. Some mm-hmm. great breweries, uh, some great local restaurants and a nice, it's a, a pedestrian only downtown, correct? The main street, the, the main street down in old town. Yes. Yes. Uh, down in old town. So yeah, no, it's, it's what I like about Fort Collins. It's like, it's just such a cool city to visit without baseball, but then you have this, you know, kind of like little small baseball team there and it just makes it even better for a guy like me who plans trips around ballparks, much to the cheer of my wife, who cannot stand going to baseball games. I mean, um, you know, when we're up in Chicago, I want to hit all the different ballparks to see what's updated up there. And she's like, really, can't you just stay home with my family? You know, we got this going on. We were taking pictures at the mall. I'm like, nope. So, all right. Well, Isaac, I appreciate you coming on. Best of luck this year. And uh, we'll be keeping track of you. See how you guys are doing this year. All right. Sounds good. Thank you so much for having me. All right. No problem. And uh, Isaac, Fort Collins uh, Foxes, Rocky Mountain Baseball League. Uh, if you happen to be out there, go check out Isaac. He's going to start his manager career this year, and he's going to be successful. So have a good day. All right. Thank you so much. You too. All right. That's Isaac Weinberg, uh, 22 years old. Just did the math. I could be his father. Ooh. <laughs> 22. He said he just turned 22 as well. So that means he was born in 2000. So my goodness, I have t-shirts older than Isaac. Uh, But you know what? One thing I really appreciate is that Isaac was like, Hey, I don't think I'm going to be a a major league baseball pitcher or or pitch, you know, at a high level of the minor league. So let me just be a coach. And, you know, that's a smart thing to do. He obviously probably has a great deal of knowledge for his age and, you know, why not, why not do it in Fort Collins? I mean, that, that sounds like a dream job to do. You know, and if he's successful, then that could be one of the best decisions he's ever made. So best of luck to him. I did. uh, I did talk to him in between breaks about uh, what he does to prepare. He hops in his mini Cooper and he drives 13 hours from uh, uh, Chicagoland all the way out to Fort Collins. He spends overnight in somewhere in Nebraska. So I told him those would be those fun little stories you tell people in the future, your grandkids, your children and all that. So I appreciate it, Isaac, coming on here. You know, I've had some really good uh, podcasts with people that I was not expecting to talk to. We did talk to um, Tina from the uh, the Night Owls. I'm, I'm, oh, my God, I'm messing up. Nanaimo Night Owls. We talked to her. Uh, I'm also talking to uh, folks from the Florence Flamingos was not planning on talking to them until the last minute. So I love it. I love the conversations. And I know one of our listeners who uh, listens to the show, Mr. Phil Caputo, he uh, lives in Fort Collins because that's where he does his broadcast from his podcast from. Let us know. Go out to a game and uh, take some videos or pictures and share it with us. I would love to uh, to find out what it's all about. So that's Paul Caputo. He covers minor league baseball at all levels for the website sportslogos.net. He also has baseball design. He tells the story of America, one minor league baseball logo and nickname at a time. Check out his podcast. His current one is about the El Paso Chihuahuas. Uh, well, 
not the most current one, but probably the one I listen to the most because I have a Chihuahua. And he's right. Who wouldn't want a baseball team named the Chihuahua? So, uh, Paul, if you're out there in Fort Collins this year, go check out the Foxes. Say hi to Isaac. And maybe you could do a little story about their logo. I Actually, I was going to talk to Isaac about the squirrel logo. They have a squirrel logo on their website. I don't know what the heck that's all about, but dang it. Oh, there I go again. You think you have everything prepared and then you miss something. But, you know, uh, that's the first time I talk to a coach. So, you know, usually I talk to a GM or an owner or a president or just a fan. This is the first time I talked to a guy that is all about managing the team and, and putting together a roster and just really worried about, you know, winning the games and making sure his uh, players are playing at the best of their ability. And then like right now he's at Edgewood and he's going over to Fort Collins in the summer. So he's living a pretty busy life. So best of luck to him. And guys, if you like what you hear, go on the Apple podcast and, and tell me how I'm doing. Give me, give me a rating. You know, I'm not going to tell you to give me a five. I'd like that, but give me the rating you think I deserve. And hopefully uh, tell your friends about me. That's the ballpark hunter podcast. And remember, you can check out my stories at stadiumjourney.com. You can check out my videos on YouTube at ballpark hunter, and you can follow me on Twitter at ballpark hunter as well. So no excuses, you know where to go. And we'll see you next time. This is Mark, the ballpark hunter, saying take care, goodbye, and we'll see you at the ballpark.